Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available over podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch and on the YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We opened the show today with some awful, awful news, very tragic news. Um, yesterday, uh, uh, Tony Khan, I believe, was the first person to tweet this out. Dave Meltzer followed up with a tweet of his own um, about the passing of Jay Briscoe, current Ring of Honor tag champion, obviously, you know, uh, a legend when it comes to tag team wrestling with his brother, Mark. He's a former Ring of Honor world champion, former Impact tag champion. Um, I mean, he pretty much went every IWGP tag champion, mm-hmm. pretty much won titles everywhere except for WWE. They never did a stint in WWE, um, but uh, more details uh, on this came out earlier today. It was uh, a car accident um, where uh, I believe it was what this Delaware State Police released yeah. a statement yeah. um, indicating that it was uh, his truck uh, and another truck. The other truck veered over into his lane. And so it was a head on collision, mm-hmm. um, even more tragic than his passing or, or to add to the tragedy, I should say two of his daughters, age nine and 12 were in the truck with him. They both survived. However, they both came out, obviously, with pretty nasty injuries, yeah. one of which is going into sur- or has gone into surgery mm-hmm. for um, a, a pretty nasty back injury, apparently. 
Um, so, I mean, this is just, it's, you know, obviously unexpected, uh, uh, just absolutely tragic. We've seen the tributes coming out from all across the wrestling world and, and unanimously um, just a lot of really lovely things saying uh, a lot, a lot of lovely things being said about Jay Briscoe um, as a family man, as a wrestler, as a person, as a human being, um, a lot of sad people today over yeah. the passing of Jay Briscoe Larson. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Jay and Mark in the wrestling business, whether you were, uh, had watched ring of honor or not, uh, they had a reputation that preceded them in that I could speak for when we first started learning of, of ring of honor and, and having some interest in, in starting to watch their product. You know, we absolutely knew who the Briscoes were, um, without seeing their stuff. And then once we got introduced to them, uh, it, they were performers that you could not take your eyes off of, um, magnificent in ring performers, great promo. Uh, Jay had a way of being both, and I, I've seen this a lot on Twitter, and this is something I think we, you and I have talked about in the past, where he could be simultaneously absolutely hilarious and utterly frightening. And everything about their presentation came off as a thousand percent legit. Everything. Um, just a, a marvelous performer in the ring. And as you mentioned, uh, apparently, seemingly based on all the, the comments, uh, of, of friends and acquaintances and, and people that have met the Briscoes along their own wrestling journeys speak to him uh, of him uh, about as highly as one can. Um, yeah. a, 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 a dedicated family man, someone who uh, uh, seemingly went out of their way on a regular basis to make people feel uh, welcome and respected inside the locker room. Um, someone who was willing to help others. Um, someone who made a lot of friends in this business and it, it's, it's just incredibly sad to hear of his passing and, and, you know, our thoughts go out to, to his family, his wife, um, and, and hopefully his two daughters can recover from their, the injuries they sustained in this accident. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's awful. It's just incredibly sad. Just, it is, it, it is. And, and what you said is absolutely true. You know, when, when you speak about, uh, pro wrestling and just sort of inherently what is form of entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's an element of it that enhances the product and you can, you know, have silly debates over, over the general idea of, 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 of how real it can be presented. Like you said, the word legit comes to mind when you think of the Briscoes, because whether it's one of their promos where Jay with his, piercing eyes that that dude had a top three face in pro wrestling you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you could not look away from the screen when he is delivering a promo as you said uh, uh simultaneously could be hilarious and absolutely horror movie terrifying in his portrayal of his character um and and to to see to, to witness it, to witness any of his promos, and there's like a million of them on YouTube, mm -hmm. um, is is the closest thing to, I think, these days, you know, somebody who makes you feel like it's real. Yeah. And then you, you translate that to the ring as well. I mean, you could look at their magnificent trilogy just this past year with FTR. And, the re and, 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 and you know, the, the dog collar match was just, oh, my God. 
it, it's like you're taken back to like, you know, the late 1970s down there in Texas. Yeah. When it was sort of as close as you're going to get to real, where it's just a bunch of big hosses, you know, making each other bleed and whatnot. I mean, obviously the Briscoes weren't hosses, but like you get what I'm saying. Yeah. They made it seem real, which oftentimes in wrestling can be such a thrilling experience to be able to lose yourself in the idea that, hey, what they're doing and this is a real fight, you know, um, true, uh, truly a transcendent tag team, the Briscoes. Um, obviously, uh, a multiple time, or I'm sorry, obviously a former ring of honor world champion mm-hmm. as well. I mean, they've won all sorts of titles. I can list them off, but it's just, it'd probably take all day. Um, you know, so I was just looking at some of the, some of the reactions here to some of the wrestlers, Adam Cole, for example, of course, uh, uh, Briscoe, I believe I, him and Cole had a feud going back a while ago for the ring of honor world title. Cole said, I don't know what my life would be like without Jay Briscoe in it. And I don't want to know. You believed in me. You helped me. You treated me like family. There will be another. There will, there will. There will never be another like you. I'm so grateful to have known a man like you. I love you, Jay Triple H. Said an incredible performer who created a deep connection with wrestling fans across the globe. My condolences to the friends and family. Seth Rollins, who obviously had a, a long history with the Briscoes, mm-hmm. said being in the ring with Jay Briscoe got me my first Ring of Honor contract. He and Mark, being so selfless, helped Jimmy and I find our footing as uh, Age of the Fall. Without him, I don't know if Tyler Black could have ever been Seth Rollins. Um, Big E said, we certainly studied and borrowed from the Briscoe brothers. They have left an indelible mark on tag team wrestling. I was blown away by the trilogy with FTR. My deepest condolences. Uh, Sammy Zane says, I don't have the words right now to properly convey my sorrow. I love Jay and Mark Briscoe. Always have. I wouldn't be here without them. I'm very lucky to have shared the ring and shared so many laughs with Jay Briscoe. I'm so sad to know. Neither will happen again. Uh, rest in peace, my friend. Kyle O'Reilly said Jay Briscoe was the real deal. I always, I was always amazed how someone could be so intimidating one moment and then so warm and affable the next. He gave so much to the business and to his family, and I'm forever grateful for having known him. Strength and love to Mark and his family. Um, I mean, it, it goes on and on yeah. and on and on. Um, I mean, you just do a quick Twitter search of Jay Briscoe, and you just see wrestler after wrestler personality after personality mm-hmm. you know our friend brian zane was lucky enough to get to work with him a little bit while he mm-hmm. did some ring of honor stuff and he said really great things about him yep um and uh and and especially in an industry with some awful awfully complex and sometimes controversial figures um jay briscoe really seemed to grow as a human being over the years mm-hmm. for one thing which is incredibly rare um, to, to grow to that degree um, and to make himself a better person over the years mm-hmm. and and to elicit this response from the wrestling community is, is pretty special. Mm-hmm. It, it really it is. is. It really is. It is. Um, so, yeah, like you said, you know, obviously I echo the sentiments, our hearts and, 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 and thoughts go out to his family uh, and especially to the kids right now who are, are going to be going through some, some tough times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a tragic situation. It is. It really is. Um, before we move on with the show, uh, wanted to mention this right now on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a retro review. You guys wanted retro reviews to come back. So we did the first, yes. the very first episode of Monday Nitro uh, WCW. Uh, it's a really fun review. We're going to be putting it up on the main channel within a couple of weeks. Uh, but right now, if you're interested in that, $5 and up patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. 
you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, let's talk about this. Nick Khan yeah. uh, talked to Bill Simmons on his podcast about uh, Vince's return, the WWE sale, I wouldn't necessarily call this a shoot because so much of this is just, you know, through the lens of Nick Khan, corporate Nick Khan. Yes. yes. But he had some interesting things he to did. address. He did. You know. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, speaking about Vince returning to the company, uh, Nick Khan, who's still the CEO, correct? Isn't he still That's the correct. CEO? That's correct. Yes, yeah. He is. yeah, he's still CEO. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these transcripts come to you via Wrestling Observer. He said this about Vince's return. When you're on the inside, you see things that may be coming. So he's like Apollo Crews, Nick Khan. Oh, yes, yes. He, yeah, he's in Vince the, in is the coming diner. back soon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry. Uh, he says, my thought was that there's only one boss in the company, and that ain't me. I think it was always my point of view, Stephanie's point of view, he would come back. The way he played it to me was smart in that he went away for five, six months, which people, meaning the audience, seems to like when somebody does that. <laughs> This isn't, this isn't, no, this isn't the this same, is so, Nick. This isn't fucking someone's return from injury. That's <laughs> not. He went away for a very good reason. Yes. He was exposed as a big piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, getting back to the comments here, or to the to the quotes here. Uh, people seem to like when somebody does that, and he came back, and he took back control back of his company as a company shareholder. So it is the public's authority, and he used it. Uh, I'm sorry. So it is the public's company as a publicly traded company. But with that, the controlling share gave him a lot of authority and he used it. And I applaud him from doing for applaud him for doing so. When he stepped down, anyone who believed that was permanent didn't know him. That was never going to happen. But I'm appreciative of the fact that he gave it five, six months, let the dust settle a bit, then came back in, in a way in the way that he's come back. That's so fucked up. That's so disingenuous. It, it, I, I like that he came back. Let the dust settle on is. the allegations of sexual uh, assault, harassment, abuse. Oh well, here, yeah, I'm glad that he did it this way. Here's here's something else because he was asked about more revelations coming out about Vince. I didn't put this in the notes, but I have the Wrestling Observer quotes of the transcriptions from Wrestling Observer in front of me, so I'll read this. 
This is what Khan is saying about the possibility of more revelations coming to light. He says, quote, I fe It feels like whatever happened, happened, and it's out there. People know I've always found him to be a very honest broker with this stuff. What does that even mean? I don't know. So even when the process started last summer, there was nothing that he hid. There was nothing that he covered up. I think he was very honest about it, and I appreciated that. And I think a lot of other folks do, too. I don't know who those other folks are. <laughs> so apparently, then I guess also Simmons brought up uh, Rita Chatterton. Yeah. And this is what Nick Khan had to say. I think everyone's just plowing ahead because in all of these businesses, there's never a clean, clear path. There's always some encumbrance, something in the way, some hurdle in the way that you have to get around or get through. So I see that like I would any other item like that. That's horrific. It's pretty bad. That is absolutely horrific. Why are you even going to go on this show if you're going to call a sexual assault allegation with corroboration mm -hmm. a hindrance to going forward in your business? Good Lord. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's, yeah. Something I was, uh, I was like, oh, my gosh. Not that you can take any of this with any ounce of fucking, like, you know, honesty. But when asked about Vince returning to pursue a sale of the WWE, he said this. Uh, in this process, he's there to oversee it. It's his controlling share. I'm involved in it. Triple H is involved in it. The board is involved in it. We're going to see how it plays out. It should not be a lengthy process. I think he's ready. I can't describe it as anything more than that after the last five months. Keep in mind, you, talking to Bill Simmons, engage in empire building. You're still engaged in empire building. At a certain point, it's like, how much of this empire am I going to build? We continue to build it. He continued to build it until he stepped down five months ago. And looking at a world of consolidation, the standalone enterprise that owns 99% of its intellectual property with the media rights coming up in October of 2024, which means the process starts in a few months on that. To certainly go lock in a bunch of long-term deals and then to try to sell to everybody doesn't make sense. The timing is now. That's the goal. Unless one of the media conglomerates ends up buying it directly, then they certainly wouldn't want it encumbered by any long-term media rights deals elsewhere. When he's using the term strategic alternatives, it's basically we're looking at everything. If he said, I'm looking to sell the company, what does that mean? A piece of it? All of it? Do you merge the company? Do you buy another company instead of selling? Do you sell the company outright? A lot of it will come down to price, but I don't think all of it. It's what's the best value for the shareholder. What's the best value for Vince after the shareholder? So the stock after the announcement is flying high. Uh, how much more is somebody going to offer on that? That makes it a transaction. Uh, that makes it a transaction that he wants to do. Um, he also shot down rumors of WWE reaching a deal to sell the company to Saudi Arabia, saying 100% fake, 100% made up, saying there was an imminent transaction. Totally false. It was absurd. It was nuts. He's like the fucking uh, fact or fiction meme. It's false. Made it up. It was made made it up. up by writers. Uh, that person subsequently took down that tweet because what I'm saying was 100% false. It was 100% false. Of course, looking at this quote right here, 100% made up saying there was an imminent transaction. Like there can still be an offer out there mm -hmm. that in principle, Vince is like, yeah, we're going to do this shit, but we got to make sure nobody else is going to match that anywhere close to it. Mm -hmm. um, so you can, you can debunk stuff without mm -hmm. actually debunking stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot to, there's a lot here um, to say the least. Yeah. None, I mean, none of it is going to be, so what's he going to do? What's he, you know, asked about Rita Chatterton. What's he going to say? Yeah, Vince is a real piece of shit for that one. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just this guy. This guy is a Nick Khan. I understand. I understand him as a CEO of a company that Vince still runs. Taking trying to take a diplomatic approach, but describing it as an encumbrance, um, I think is being it, it goes more than being diplomatic, uh, and then and and, and 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 taking too much of. I understand Vince is his boss, but at the same time, it's like you're completely minimizing what happened to her. Oh, it doesn't matter though. Because you know why? Because Nick Khan is a fucking robot. Because in order to be this kind of person that somebody brings in, in order to get, because the price tag yeah. for him to get this deal done is massive. So a guy like this, the only person that can, they're just, these people, they're fucking robots. He's, Nick Khan's not a real person. He's a fucking robot. To be able to say something like that, that the Rita Chatterton thing is a hindrance to us doing business. Because technically, from his perspective, it is. Anything is. If it came out that Vince murdered a person, well, that's going to get in the way of us doing business. Because he's not a real person. He's a robot. That's what these people are, man. I understand all that. I understand all that. You know? So it's like, yeah, is there a diplomatic way of saying it? Sure. For him? No. No. Because this is a hindrance. Anything that gets in the way of him cashing out and making his money and Vince cashing out and making his money, anything that's anything that is getting in the way of that is a hindrance. Yeah, I, I, I understand simply, that. From, I understand yeah. that from their from their perspective. I get that. Um, I, I just I, it's, it's it's based on my experience, kind of reading stuff, the stated um, uh, like that. It's it's very rare that people are that kind of blunt about it, though. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Like shockingly blunt about it. Yeah. Like that being that cold-hearted about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that's kind of what i'm really saying is that it's 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 one thing to try to be diplomatic it's one thing even to be maybe somewhat heartless or cold-hearted or or or, or try to distance yourself from from that but to be so bluntly dismissive yeah right yeah and and to not even try to recognize the the human element in all this and how lives were altered and changed and 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 people were 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 you know hurt due to vince's actions and just to say uh it kind of gets in the way of the business we're doing i mean it's it's so dismissive it's it's just i mean it's disgusting it is disgusting (laughs) right and that's what that's what i'm like the only the only people who can who can approach who can have the 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 thought process to go in there and say "Mm, this is a hindrance. This is they're not. It's it's you know, term use the term person loosely here. It's disgusting. It's a, it's absolutely. Disgusting. Why do the podcast? Why do why even do it if you're gonna go out there and 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 act like you're like there is no <laughs> like what you said. You know, simply to be dismissive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just it's 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 you know. That's I, I think that's simply just the fuck it's American psycho. It's just like the state of the state of corporate America, man. You know, and, I, and the funny thing is, you know, you, you probably if the only reason we're really getting this is because it's WWE and it's a very public company and it's a very interesting company given the history of WWE. But there's a million Nick Cons out there. Oh, yeah. And if, if people gave a shit about some, you know, weird tech company that nobody really cares about. 
if people gave a shit about that kind of stuff, there's, you know, they grab the same kind of person, put him on a podcast. If anybody gave a damn and they'd say the exact same stuff, you know, it's just a certain type of person is used to facilitate this kind of stuff. And, and, and this is the kind, this is the kind of shit that you get mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dismissive. Like you said, dismissive of actual people because they, there's not, it's not that thing. He can go to sleep and, and sleep fine in his, his robotic Borg cove <laughs> to regenerate. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, it's just disgusting. You know, it's like, I don't mean to get too heated or whatever, but it's just, it's just, disgusting no, no, I get it. Play. You know, that's, that's kind of the reason I brought it up. Cause I was reading these quotes and I was like, really? <laughs> this, really? this is, this is how you phrase it. Yeah. Maggie says he's a lizard person. I've known lizards. I've I've met lizards. They seem like decent animals. <laughs> Don't let's not let's not besmirch lizards now, Maggie. Come on. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, like V. Did, were there any redeemable V aliens? You were a yeah, V fan, yeah, weren't yeah. you? There were some that helped the resistance out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't even see their lizard. We can't even say he's a lizard person. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Lizard Steve. That's right, Lizard Steve. Brian Cage's lizard seemed lovely. Oh boy, oh boy. Anyways, Maggie says I got an hour lecture yesterday about reptilian people and how they're actually running the shit behind the scenes. I apologize if I struck a chord. <laughs> no, nah, man, no, nah, you're good. I get your point. Oh man, oh man. Uh, anyways, we had an NXT uh, yesterday. Um, I'll say this it's, didn't feel like because some episodes of NXT uh, like there's good like any episode of NXT there's good there's bad but I think what really separates NXT is there's the episodes that feel like a chore to get through mm-hmm, and there's yeah. episodes that move at a brisk enough pace without trying to jam too much stuff in that they don't feel like a chore to get through this mm-hmm. one didn't necessarily feel like a chore to get through no I agree I, I actually watched it live I was doing some work and uh, doing some editing and uh, and I watched it live, and while I'm not going to say it necessarily like breezed by, it didn't it didn't feel like a slog or anything. It it moved at a good pace. It's funny how NXT can be like I could be so hot or cold on it. Um, and yesterday I watched it, I was like, oh, it was fun. Like the opening match was really fun. Carmelo mm-hmm. and uh, Trick mm-hmm. versus uh, Apollo and Axiom. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, my honestly, my main disappointment yesterday. Um, you know, you know, number one, NXT, they do have some, some younger, uh, uh, I don't want to say green, but some younger talent that, you know, have been recent additions to TV like Sol Ruka and, uh, and Javier Bardell, Barnell, 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 sorry. Um, I think they're going to be big. I really do. You look at what Sol Ruka brings to the table in terms of like her athleticism mm-hmm. and what she can mm-hmm. do. And, you know, you always like to find it's, it's always fun when you have people who come from who aren't coming from indie wrestling, come in from, you know, the world of, of athletics and sports uh, and and they find ways to be creative in the ring, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and you see that with Saul Ruka. Um, and uh, and then I think Javier, I think is his charisma. I think he's going to go far. I really do. Um, and then you have like uh, plot developments like, you know, stacks. Uh, getting to become the underboss yep. from Tony D'Angelo. We've got to see his journey. We actually uh, see some warmth from Tony D'Angelo. I know. Wasn't it kind of... It, and, and there was a little shout out to uh, to Two Dimes. Yeah. They <laughs> did know, at the bridge tossed, where they tossed Two Dimes in the river. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'll be honest, man. I was kind of I was vibing with NXT last night. I thought it was pretty decent. I thought there was some good stuff. There was some good stuff. Uh, there was also some disappointments. Uh, by that, I'm talking about these revamp themes they got for uh, Gallus and Tyler Bate. Is, yeah. This so, is look but before you start, I'm just gonna say this. This is gonna be a very specifically Stephen Larson gripe. Yes. That's oh, what this is going to be. Cultaholic. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cultaholic. Thank you so much. Uh, mm-hmm. Given that we were such big fans of NXT UK, we would watch it pretty religiously every week. So please go ahead now. So, at least they didn't go completely in another direction. So what yeah, we true. got. So Gallus' theme especially is beloved here at Going It Raw. It is. It's Absolutely so beloved. You can find it, it on Spotify. It's a, it's a track they licensed. Um, I can't remember who who produced it initially. I could but, find it really quick yeah. while you continue. Um, so it's a fantastic song. It fit them so well. It, it, Dominic Schwarzer's "Beat Me" is the thank actual. You. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's fantastic. Hey, oh, uh, it's a great song. Got that that the distorted bass in there. It's good stuff. Yeah. So they kept a lot of the same elements. <clears throat> like if you're not really paying attention, you're like, oh, this this could very well be the the same song. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's close. It's close <laughs> enough that I could fool you if you're not really paying attention. But if you are paying attention, it's like, well, why? It, why? Why? Where, where's Where's my Gallus theme? I was trying because commentary was talk, talk, talking over their entrance, and I was like, "Shut up!" I'm trying to. Is this? That's different. It's yeah, kind of it the same, but it's different. It is. It is. It takes a lot of the same elements, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Same with Tyler Bay. Tyler Bay came out. And it was like, what is this? is this? No, that's not it. So I mean, like What's Tyler happening? Bates was was like kind of like the sledgehammer. Yeah. And so if you, if you consider his initial theme the sledgehammer ripoff, now you have a ripoff of the sledgehammer ripoff. <laughs> it's like multiplicity. It's a clone. It's, of it's a clone. like when you start copying things uh, enough times, it, the the quality starts to degrade. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It, you know, grand scheme of things, not a huge deal. They're close enough, I guess, that at a certain point, you know, we'll accept them as the official themes now. Again, if it was like a massive departure for especially Gallus, yeah, a massive departure, I'd be like, what the heck? They yeah, tra- they essentially did they essentially did to Gallus's theme what WCW uh, did to spells like Teen Spirit for DDP sleep. Right, exactly. Changed it it's like, just slightly. Yeah, it's like what is that? Um, yeah, no, Gallus is Tron in that theme. You know, they're all slow motion, just doing this at green light. Yeah, you get the three way <laughs> handshake up that there. Big doom, 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 doom. Yep. It get just distorted worked. bass in there. Yeah, it, it was like, oh, these guys are badasses. Mm-hmm. Um, the but cool those thing elements is, are same, are still there. Yeah, it's just yeah. not the same. The uh, the song itself, because it was licensed, will remain on yes. Spotify. I hope yes. so. That's cool. You can still listen to it. So if, what, you if, really if you want really to. want to, whenever Gallus starts to make their interest on NXT, you can cue that song up, play it, mute your shit, and there. then play that, and, yeah. and it'll be like cool. And you have to listen to Vic Joseph. Blah 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 blah. Um, we have well, six hundred two. I, like, I like I like Vic's and Vic, Vic, and Booker. Oh, T. I like They're Vic great. and Booker T. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But while Gallus's theme is speaking, I don't care if it's. You know, Gorilla Monsoon or whoever. I just want them to stop talking and let me listen right, to some Dominic Schwerzer. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do 
is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we have 607 people watching right now on the YouTube. Do us a huge favor. Use your one like of the day on this video. Hit that like button uh, and hit that subscribe button and the notify bell so you always get your new Going In Rock content. If you click join and become a channel member, you can watch right now our WCW uh, Nitro, the very first episode of Nitro. We did a review on it last week. Um, this week, our bonus episode, Overrun, uh, is going down on Friday instead of Thursday, so we don't have to jam everything. Yeah, regular yeah, yeah. show, bonus show, Smash Zone. Yeah, uh, so that's going to be on Fridays from now on. Uh, and then, yeah, that's uh, that's that. So if you want to watch that, you can either become a patron, $5 up on patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, or click join, become a channel member. We'll give you a shout out. You get your little name here on the little uh, the, the ticker that we have. Yeah. Uh, so you can check that out as well. Uh, NXT started, uh, like I said, with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams versus Axiom and Apollo Crews. I did appreciate Trick Williams's uh, uh, mocking or, or homage tribute yeah. <laughs> to a- Axiom's uh, entrance. He had the mask on and he did the thing where he goes one side, another side, another side, and then he took off the mask and threw it down and yeah, stomped they, on it. They were laughing. Yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, this is a really fun match, as you mentioned. They gave it time. A lot of fun. Uh, in the end, somewhat surprisingly, Apollo Crews gets the pin on uh, Carmelo Hayes here. So Axiom hits Trick with a golden ratio. That kick he uses as his finisher off the apron. Uh, Carmelo's up top going for his finish. Crews catches him. Carmelo tries to roll up Crews, but instead Apollo counters with a pin combo of his own to get the win. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, something tells me Carmelo might be debuting at the Rumble. That'd be that pretty would neat. Not surprise me. That would be great. Uh, after that, uh, Tony D and Stax are walking down that bridge that they tossed two dimes off of. Tony says, uh, "You know this bridge represents beginnings and ends. You know you've grown over the last year. And while the die jack thing didn't end the way we wanted to, and Stax is like, "Hey, boss, I'm sorry about that. I'll do anything for you, Tony. But if this is the end." I'm loyal till the end. I'm like, oh man, you're gonna you're gonna be okay getting thrown off the well, bridge yeah, for this he literally guy. Literally walks to like the railing of the bridge with his back to Tony, just waiting for him for Tony to chuck him off. I'm like, what did Tony do for you? Is Tony taking care of Stax's family or something? Like, what is happening that this I guy is so willing to be thrown over by you know 
uh, uh, <laughs> who would be a dark elevation guy if he was an AEW. Anyways, so uh, he says, do what you got to do. And uh, Tony, you know, hems and haws. He's like, you know what? Your days of being a soldier are over. It's time you become the underboss. I thought he was going to make him a made man, but I think underboss is even better than that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, But then now they don't have any soldiers. They, because they, need, it's just, to, they need some soldiers, though. It's just like a top guy and a set and, a, and his lieutenant, his yeah. underboss. Yeah, but then they need people now. I they guess they do. They yeah. do. Uh, then we got oh, Tiff- oh what? And he gave him a jacket. He did. He says this tattoo is the family crest, but it was the, that tattoo was like embroidered or, or something, and 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 then put on the jacket. Yeah, well, very hastily, sort of sewn onto the back of this jacket. Yeah. So now, like, Stax just needs to go on a side mission of trying to get this thing firmly placed. Yeah. Or does he have to like, get that gonna... tattoo put on him? Yeah. Or is it like, is, is it, is an, is it's a... like, take this to your local tattoo artist and get this on your back? Well, is a jacket decoration, is, is it also known as a tattoo in some circles? That's a good question. Because <laughs> he's at this tattoo, and I'm like, that's not a tattoo. Yeah. That's, That's like question. an iron on. <laughs> yeah. It's an iron on. It's a hastily ironed on, you know, generic eagle with a couple of flags. Yeah. You know, placed on a jacket. On a pleather jacket. So that's all. Know. That's all. That, that's, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Lots of questions in the second. A lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, then we got Tiffany Stratton interview. Um, she's like, I didn't ask for this interview. You did, Mackenzie. Get on with it. And Mackenzie says, well, here, let's go to this footage. And, uh, Tiffany was locked out of her locker room, so she starts banging on the door. Indy Hartwell opens it, mm-hmm. and Indy says, "Well, this isn't your locker room anymore. You want to call us pigs? Go dress somewhere else." Wow! It slams the door in uh, Tiffany's face. And Tiffany says, "Oh, that footage is alarming. Did you see what Indy was wearing? She could fit her whole wardrobe in a garbage bag. Interesting uh, uh, container for yeah." For, uh, hey, I, yeah, and then yeah. at home, Johnny Ace was like doing the Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, oh, <laughs> well, I know about garbage cans, or garbage bags. Uh, yeah, I can... like how I like how Indy took the the nameplate off the locker room and just threw it. Like that's I know, all and, it then, takes. and then put women's locker room on the door instead. <laughs> right. Uh, so Tiffany continues. I guess I'm going to have to show uh, show them that there's only one superstar in the women's division, and that's me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had a toxic attraction promo. JC says, we told you, we told you so, Gigi's like at the end of the night, we said we'd be announced as the winners of the Battle Royale last week. And then JC says, you know, the best part was seeing all of your collective's minds explodes when it was down to me and Gigi. So this is it. Toxic traction is done. And then Gigi says, history was unfolding before your very eyes. The crowd was chanting for JC and Gigi. And for a hot second, JC tried to eliminate me. And then JC's like, yeah, for a hot second, Gigi tried to eliminate me. He says, but we're a team, and we even fell to the floor together. And Gigi says, there is no elephant in the room. We're going to do what needs to be done, and the Toxic Attraction Tour is in full effect. JC says, Roxanne's going to regret the day she became champ, because at Vengeance Day, the only thing you're going to hear is, and new. And then she's interrupted by Elyra of Valkyria. They got rid of the CG rain, which is a great idea. Oh, it wasn't there for this. It wasn't there for interest. Cloud and the, and the oh, rain. So I want it all, man. It was so bad. It was so yeah. bad. So Lyra says, well, you know, if it weren't for Cora, I'd be flying towards Vengeance Day while the two of you would be sitting at home blaming each other, but I will get my opportunity. And JC says, Lyra, you're new. I get it. You dropped from the sky, but me and Gigi have been champs longer than you've had your wings. 
And Gigi says, good job trying to get some of that toxic attraction rub. Now get to the back of the line. And Lyra says, all I see is two women who know they can't beat Roxanne by themselves. They have to do it together. So the toxic attraction attacks Lyra Valkyria. And the Roxanne Perez runs out to the ring to make the save. Mm -hmm. Uh, After that, uh, the Creeds are yelling at each other. They just that's that's kind of all they that's all diamond mine. I'm, turned I'm into. fighting gender. No, I'm fighting gender. I'm fighting gender. No, man, he came out here and attacked me. No, I'm gonna do it. And so uh Ivy walks in and she's like, Shut up. It's like, what happened to the creeds who were motivated no matter what? You guys were locked in, you were the best with the titles to prove it. She says, uh, and now you're after revenge? Uh into Shara's global accolades, and gender's a former champ. I knew that Julius was gonna lose gender and you guys are going to lose a tag match. Wow. Now grow a set. Get back to what the creeds are all about. And then she leaves and Brutus says, she's got a good point. Yeah. And Julius just kind of goes, hmm. <laughs> He's mm. like, I just tune out now. She just yells at us a lot about what we're supposed to do. So I just stop listening. And Julius is like, oh, I want to do that. Uh, then we got Stevie Turner doing a reaction video to last oh, week's Battle Royal. So... This is how bad this was. Uh, Lacey came in during the segment. I was watching her. Oh, I know. I know. When the family walks in on something, it's so embarrassing. It's like worse than, you know, if I get caught with pornography on my screen here. <laughs> I'm watching this shit. Lacey comes in. Or she was, she was, I think she's already in here. She's bugging me about some jewelry stuff. And, uh, and I was, and, but this time I didn't try to like hide her from it. I was like, hey, Lacey, look at this crap. <laughs> I said, She's supposed to be like a Twitch streamer, but like uh, she doesn't really have a Twitch stream and she's just like reviewing an old match. And Lacey watched for a second and it's like, God bless Stevie Turner. The acting is so bad. Man, I think probably because like, how are you supposed to say this dialogue? Because the dialogue is horrible. Awful. Awful. And I don't think anybody, unless it was some form of irony, like if you have Von Wagner say this stuff mm-hmm. to make it bad. But like this dialogue is so atrocious. It is so bad. I'm glad you did. I'm kind of actually sad he didn't write it down because like it's so bad uh, to give an example of it. But it was just it's it's yeah. And then it's she bad. was like, it's really bad, she said yeah. she said something like, God, this is trash <laughs> and then stormed out. So, yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Uh, next, we got Alba Fire versus Saul Ruka. Um this was a fun bout down towards the finish. Uh, Alba hits a super kick, and she's hitting uh, Ruka with a bunch of shots in the corner. And then she notices that Isla Dawn is standing on that kind of platform they have in one corner of the arena. And that yeah. distracts her for a moment. She turns around, and Saul hits her awesome finisher to get the win. So that's a pretty huge win for Saul Ruka here. No, yeah, it, it's it's awesome. That is a big win for her. Um, I'm curious how they're going to start approaching more promo-y stuff. I know we had like a backstage segment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. last week. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I'm glad that they didn't do like, you know, old school Sandman surfer promos where yeah. it's like, you know, some Dick Dale type music and her in front of a green screen doing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of shit. I'm glad they haven't done that and I hope they just sort of let her be her mm-hmm. um, because I feel like somebody who might have an understated personality but can do crazy sh- good good shit in the ring. That might be more appealing than somebody who can do really cool stuff in the ring, but then has like a real fake disingenuine personality because yeah. that's what they're trying to force on her. Yeah, but that kind of feels like NXT's mo right now is we need huge 
gimmicky characters and large personalities, whether these large personalities these characters have actually fit the performers that are performing these characters, you know? Which is why I hope they don't do that. Yeah, because they, we they, they have a history of that. Yeah, We just saw that with Stevie Turner thing, you know? You're exactly right. And that's why I'm like, man, I, I would not be surprised if next week it's green screen with her. Hey, whenever I'm hanging 10, blah, 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 you know? Time to hang 10 to the ring. Yeah, there we go. Dun, what dun, are dun, other dun, surfing dun, terms? Dun, 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 dun. I don't know, man. <laughs> when I'm waxing up my board. There you go. Gonna ride the wave another victory. <laughs> when I'm robbing banks with Patrick Swayze. That's the best serving movie of all time, man. Point break. Yeah, I'm sure there's is. other better ones, but that's the one I like. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. That's After a, that, that's we had a badass movie. We have a DiJack promo. So it's, oh, you know, man. You know, it's like he's in a dark room. There's like smoke or fog. And then, uh, you know, got the single spotlight over him. Dude, top boxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, seems like it. Hard justice. High he's as fuck. Beefing right it now. up after all those, uh, all that Arby's in there. Hey, you know what? I, I just got to remind the people, you know, we were, we, our justice was on thin ice because we thought we'd have to get rid of the emote. But over the past couple of weeks, he sort of redeemed himself as cheesy 80s vigilante with an oddly black and white entrance. Yeah. Um, I thought this promo was actually pretty good. He seemed all in on what he was doing. Yes. He says, uh, Tony D. And what is this? Tony D. And his good his, friend. Sorry. Oh, Tony D. And his good friend learned the hard way. Because he was even a bit more bricked up in this. Like, he was a bit more energetic in this. Yeah, he was. Learn the hard way what hard justice really means. Next up was Wesley. I didn't come back to make friends. I came back to collect punitive damages. Wes, the reward for beating you will be me, ch- will be me having championship gold. You have no shot of walking out of Charlotte, North American champ. For Lee, it won't be Vengeance Day. That's right. It'll be Judgment Day. Not to be confused with the Judgment Day, the few, the faction there in Raw. No. This is my own judgment day. Or the, just or judgment or the 90s day. movie that melded hip hop and independent rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, if you're a channel member on in YouTube, on our yes. YouTube channel, you get access to the hard justice emotes. So whenever we talk about Dijak here on the show on NXT, just load them up. Yep. That's right. Man, that judgment and then after, after Vengeance Day. After Vengeance Day. Oh, Judgment Night. Ar- Sorry, it's Judgment Night. It's going to be Arby's Day. Judgment Night. Which one was the one with the those dudes who got lost in, in the in in the bad part of town? Was Dennis Leary in that movie? Who was in that movie? Crap. Now I forget. I'm all over the place. You know what movie I'm talking about? Like yes, in the 90s? I do know what you're talking about. A bunch of dorks get lost in the, oh, it's the scary part of town. We can't find our way out of here thought it was judgment something maybe i'm wrong maybe it is judgment night i don't know anyways while you look that up uh yeah dennis leary yeah he's in judgment night that's what you're thinking of what were you thinking of no i thought it might have been the same one oh okay it's got uh emilio estevez dennis leary that's steven dorf jeremy piven Dude, it's like everybody who was going to be huge in the 90s, but then kind of wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like Emilio Estevez is probably the biggest star out of all of them, right? Well, Dennis Leary, is, I think, was pretty popular at that point. 
He was really popular, but like I'm talking about in movies specifically. Oh yeah. When when did when did when did Larry do the the Amanasolio song? It was like was 92. It okay, was around so, then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then Steven Dorff was supposed to be huge. Yeah, he was supposed to be just, huge. Yeah. He just fizzled out. Yeah. Man, look at yeah, all the, the the pairings of uh of of alternative and indie rock stars with the uh, with hip hop here on the soundtrack. Oh really? I did see. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's got Pearl Jam, Cypress Hill, on a track together. Or are these yeah. all separate? No, together. What? Yeah, they did a song together. Yeah, Living Pearl Color Jam and, Run and Cypress DMC. Hill. Yeah, Slayer and Ice T. Well, what's the name of the song? Real thing. Slayer and Ice T isn't surprising because Ice T had his own form. Yeah, hit body the, count. Yeah, into metal. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm sorry. What was the name of the Pearl Jam Cypress Hill song? Real thing. Holy shit. Is it a good song? Do you remember it? I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've heard it. Fuck. You got Mud Honey and Sir Mix-a-Lot, Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. Isn't that crazy that in the 90s you could have like just a dog shit movie with like the worst premise and then it has like the most amazing soundtrack? That, was, in, that was the epitome. The 90s was all that. Yeah, a lot of That's a lot all of they would was, do, yeah. Great soundtracks, meh movies. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yes, back to yeah. NXT. After that, we had a Grayson Waller interview. Uh, sit down interview with a Vic. Um, he, uh, Grayson says New Year's Evil was supposed to be the night I saved NXT. Braun has beaten everyone in his path, but he couldn't beat me. Braun was everything I thought he was going to be. Just as strong, just as athletic, just as stupid. I knew exactly what Braun was going to do, and the reason I'm not champ has nothing to do with Braun. had to do with one thing that I could, the one thing that I couldn't control. The ring. He says, if the ring crew had done their job, I'd be NXT champion. And they're really making the thing about the, 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 the counter. Where he's going for his finish, Braun tried to counter with a spear. Waller hit the knee. They're, they they really made a huge thing about that during this interview and Braun's interview later on. So uh, regarding that, Grayson says, "I drove my knee into Braun's forehead, but give credit where it's due. Uh, Braun kicked out, but I always have a backup plan. I went up for the Waller elbow. Next thing I knew, though, I was hearing the ref count. I didn't know where I was, and then I lost by count out. But if anything." I feel like as much a champ as Braun does. In fact, I even brought my own championship. So here are the rip of Velcro. <laughs> Yeah, and he puts a NXT title over his shoulder, uh, and then he's asked about the cage match. He says most people wouldn't, wouldn't want to be stuck in a cage with Braun, but I'm not most people. Doesn't matter if the cage breaks. I'm pinning Braun. This is the most important event in NXT history. We're back on the road, and who better to drive the car than Grayson Waller? Yeah, I like this. I, I thought this was actually really good. I don't know <laughs> who's going to win at Vengeance Day, but uh, but no, I thought I thought this is this is this is really good stuff. Oh, I'll tell you um, if you want Vengeance Day, it's going to be Braun Breaker. Yeah, Braun Breaker. I keep title till Stan and deliver. Yeah, Braun's going to uh, win this because the him the reason I feel like the reason they're making such a huge deal about that knee it was pretty much like oh Waller had an answer for Braun, but what's Braun's thing? He needs to learn how to be wrestler. So the next yeah. time he's going to counter the counter. I'm going to counter it. So instead of eating that knee, he's going to grab him for that swinging power slam thing he's going to do. Just watch. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, after that, we had a Gallish promo backstage. So we're going to remind Briggs and Jensen why everyone and everyone why it's called Gallus Boys on Talk. Hey, yeah. Oh. And we had a Briggs and Jensen promo. Uh, what is this? Ain't no free ones, Gallus. These country boys about to raise them hell tonight. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because they had a match coming up. Yeah, they were just like walking towards. I assume the ring area. They were just like talk, kind of talking trash to each other, even though they're not in the same room. Can't wait till we get to talk about how crappy a friend Fallon Henley is. Woof. 
Woo. Boy, she came off bad in this one. Yeah. So uh, before that, though, we're backstage, and uh, Alba Fire has her bat held uh, to a ref's throat. <laughs> and yeah. then Carter and Chance come up, and they're like, hey, hey, break it up. Calm down. Relax, calm down. Relax. Relax. So eventually, Alba removes the bat from the ref's face and throat and says, oh, I don't know what's going on. This isn't mm-hmm. me. I don't know what's happening. Ah. And then Chance tells her, hey, you know what? Be patient. You'll, your time will come. Because Alba's talking about, I, I can't win title matches. I keep losing. So Carter's like, be patient. Your time will come. It took us a long time to win these tag titles. And then Carter says, now the, now we're the longest-running tag champs, and there's no team that could beat us. And Alba's like, you know what? Alba Fire, tag champs, that sounds pretty good to me. And Carter mm-hmm. says, whoa, we just saved your ass. And you're going to come at, at, at us like that. And Chance says, we will take on anyone, but you don't even have a partner. And Alba just says, I don't need anyone. Yeah. I mean, like... They didn't really save her ass. They just saved her ass ass. Yeah, no. Like, Alba was fine. She was the one with the bat. To the yeah, neck. yeah. She was the one that was the bat to the ref's throat. <laughs> All right, exactly. After that, we had a Tyler Bate video package. Oh, after a lot of time reflecting and getting my visa issue sorted, I'm coming back. Oh, tonight. yeah. I don't think he even said tonight. That was kind of a surprise, huh? Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. So then we had Briggs and Jensen versus Gallus. We got that kind of Wish.com version of Gallus' theme. <laughs> Get used to it, I guess. We'll have to. Uh, so at one point during the match, Jensen gets backdropped on like the foot of the ramp. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so Briggs is in the ring. He's going on to run against Mark Coffey. Mm-hmm. Fallon runs out to check on Jensen. And so the mm-hmm. trainers are checking on him and stuff. And then Kiana James runs out. And it's like, oh, Jensen, you okay? And then mm-hmm. Fallon starts yelling at her. And so yeah. they start arguing. Jensen's like, hey, trainers, get me up. I want to get back in the match. While this is all going on, uh, Mark hits Briggs with a forearm, and then Gallus hits their finish to get the win. That's right, yeah. Uh, after that, uh, Duke Hudson hypes up Thea Hill for her match. She's like, hey, are you ready? She's like, yeah, I'm ready to throw up. And he's like, all right, that's good. I mean, it's good that you're ready. And he says, it's good to be nervous. That just means you want it. And then Chase steps in. He just starts yelling. He's like, my phone's been blowing up. And then he puts a video on the TV of Duke talking to another student. Saying Thea's match is a must-win for Chase U, and a loss wouldn't reflect well on him or anybody else. It's that anonymous NXT, you know, uh, voyeur. And uh, Duke says, I don't know who was filming that. And Chase says, if you got something to say to me, say it to my face. And then Duke says, you know, the conversation will take completely out of context. Besides, we need to focus on Thea's match tonight and get her the win. And Chase is like, oh. And Thea's like, yeah, can you guys do this later? I really need your help out there. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, after that, we're in the trainer's room. Jensen's getting checked by the trainer. He's like, I'm good. It's got the wind knocked out of me. So Fallon steps in and says, why was Kiana out there? Oh. And Jensen says, she was just checking in on me. Make sure I was all right. I like her. She likes me. You're going to have to deal with it. Right, yeah. And then Fallon says, I don't have to deal with anything. And when she breaks your heart, I won't be there to help you pick up the pieces. That is the most toxic shit. That is the most toxic bullshit. Luckily, later on, she she comes over and says, I'm sorry. But oh my god, like number what gives you the right, lady? <laughs> like if you have if you like Jensen, then declare. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, be his friend. Exactly. My goodness exactly. gracious. I mean, after, I mean after everything, all the plots that he didn't concoct, but had intentions to concoct to help you with your dumb bar that nobody yeah. goes to. Yeah. They have to pump crowd noise into, mm-hmm. make it seem like there's ghosts in there. I know. I know. And that, here's the, the thing heck? too. At least in terms of what we're seeing on TV, yes, Kiana, did she plot to try to get the bar from Fallon? Yes, can't deny that. But 
They had a match. Kiana lost the match. She held up her own end of the deal. And then congratulated Fallon Henley on it. Yep. Said, hey, fair and square. And she was always upfront with her intentions. Like she yes. probably could have used whatever governmental levers, levers at her disposal, you know, like Yellowstone, to try to get that bar. Out of it. <laughs> if you, have you watched Yellowstone? I, I've been watching bits and pieces of it. Lacey is obsessed with it. Yeah. Uh, and I'll walk in every once in a while. And this damn show, I swear to God, uh, every time I walk in, people are talking about permits and zoning or there's somebody out on a ranch. They find a dead animal and they freak out because it should have been somewhere else. Like that's the entirety of the show. And there's a rude lady who's like the daughter of Kevin Costner's character. You know, it's she's funny, always rude or drunk is all the times. Okay. That I have seen. But all the times I've stepped in while, while my wife is watching it, I haven't seen any talk of any permits, nor have I seen any dead animals. What? So every time I walk, what what do you experience when you when you walk in on it? Um, right now it's murder plots. Um, what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, I yeah, I haven't seen any. Every every time I walk in, it's like. Wes Bentley's character is talking with uh, some pol- politicians yeah. about uh, about something that had happened, and then like uh, yeah, and then just the other day, I walk in and like, oh man, those wolves belong to the zoo over there, and we just killed them on the governor's property. It's like, and but yeah, it's weird. There's, then there's like another one. It's like, oh, these animals must have died from the water that these people are putting in, and the evil phone company putting in the cell tower. Yeah, you got to talk to the EPA about this. <laughs> that wow. evil EPA. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. The slant of the show is actually kind of hilarious to watch. Ah, uh, so yeah. uh, where were we? Oh yeah, Valentina Freud's taking on Thea Hale. So uh, down towards the finish, Electra Lopez comes to ringside while Freud has Thea in a headlock. So Thea is looking for a crucifix pin. Instead, Freud reverses into a rope, gets a two. Excuse me. Hale hits a couple moves and 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 uh, and tries to get quick uh, pins, but uh, Freud keeps kicking out. So they hit double cross bodies on each other. And then for some reason, Chase and Duke start arguing ringside. I think because Electra Lopez kind of walked toward Duke. Mm-hmm. So the rest distracted by that. So Lopez goes over and slides in. Actually, she puts on, I think, some brass knuckles on Freus's hand. Yeah. And Freus gets up and looks at it. It's like, no, I don't want these. And, and then takes them off. And then Thea hits her with her finish to get the win. Yeah, man. So if I walked in during your match... And I slipped some brass knucks on your hands. Would you use them? Well, here's the problem, too, is that as yeah. soon as Royce got up from that happening, the ref could see right there that she had brass knuckles on her hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know what I'd do? I'd get some, like, I'd spray paint them, like, you know, your flesh tone. Uh-huh. So it wouldn't be obvious. Well, I think You're it'd be pretty like, obvious to have, my like, hand. Some, some lumps on my knuckles. No, not really. You know, the ref the ref has got a lot going on. They're obviously just distracted by the brass now, really, shiny. Really what you do is you're like, Oh, these aren't my you take the brass knuckles and then you like you throw them in the corner or something like that. So the ref right, has right. to go and get them so they're out of at yeah. a play. So while the ref's distracted there, then you could take advantage of that situation to get yourself you hit, to win. kick them in the dick is what something you're saying. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got you. I feel you. So uh after that, uh Mello and Trick are leaving the PC. Uh, Mello says, you know, Cruz got his tonight, but it's cool. Uh, we're even now. Cruz steps up and says, uh, uh, those visions of yours didn't pan out. Mello says, you know, you're bragging about a tag team match, acting like you won on your own. Cruz says, well, this calls for a celebration, but this really calls for a fresh cut. Uh, you guys know a good barber in town? And they're like, what? 
doesn't even have air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Um, and then commentary uh, announces Jay Briscoe's passing. Um, a, a classy move by NXT. Um, Absolutely. And the, there was reports that they had a segment planned for the New Day and pretty deadly that uh, New Day was going to have a funeral for uh, pretty deadly tag team ch- uh, chances, and it's the, the right call to to not do that segment as planned, yeah. uh, given the news. Um, so classy move by 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 yeah, because I think the news dropped during the yeah. live broadcast. Yeah. So to uh, to sort of pivot and uh, and and do what they did instead, um, you know, pretty pretty impressive, and and yeah, it's a classy move by NXT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, Alexa Lopez with Faraz in the Faraz in the locker room. She says, "Why didn't you take my help?" And Faraz says, "She says I don't cheat." And Lopez says, "You know, you know, Faraz is another one. She's got such a great charisma, um, and uh, and I I like her character, mm-hmm. and I think I, I hope that she goes far." So Lopez is like, "You know, you fight to win, you fight for respect." She says, "Stop sulking over Sanga." She said, "I've stood with men before, and I realized in order to get what I want, I need to stand on my own." And uh, and I practice what I preach, so make sure to watch my match against Wendy Chu next week. Yep. Uh, then New Day come out for a promo. They say, "Hey, we're looking pretty good today because it's a very special occasion. Because today we are officially done with Pretty Deadly. Uh, but if we're not going to take on Pretty Deadly at Vengeance Day, who are we going against?" And that's when Kofi says that they will be taking on Gallus for the tag titles at mm-hmm. Vengeance Day. So Pretty Deadly walk out to the ramp, say, "This is again." Oh, by the way, sorry, I interrupt. They had their theme changed too. Pretty deadly. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Theirs Anyways. wasn't that special, but no, still. So pretty deadly walks the ramp, says, "Yeah, new day. You're embarrassing yourselves, talking nonsense. Do you think this is funny?" And Wood says, "Of course, this is hilarious." And then Kofi says, "It's even funnier that you, pretty deadly, lost the gauntlet match." Um, and Woods says, "If you gotten us everything on our list, you would have had your title match." If you just would have got us Ahmed Johnson's uh, Legion of Doom <laughs> Legion shoulder of pads, yeah. you'd be number one contenders. That was pretty and good. Pretty Deadly says they've spent months jumping through hoops, and they're sick of it. We know we're the rightful number one contenders to the tag titles. This brings out Gallus. And they say, you know, New Day are right. Pretty Deadly doesn't deserve a title shot. Uh, pretty Deadly says Gallus aren't even, wasn't even supposed to be in the gauntlet match. And Mark says being, uh, everyone's chances of being tag champs uh, are done because Gallus boys are back on top talk and then wood says well you first thing no one understands what you just said we can tell from the body language you want to fight well we're ready when you are but it's pretty deadly who attack first new day and gallus fend them off and then they start fighting each other the rest come out to break it up that is right uh, after that we had an interview with roxanne and lyra roxanne says we're bonded by a common enemy everybody knows since uh, i walked in here toxic traction trying to make my life miserable and I'm not going to let that happen to Lyra. Lyra says, I normally fly alone. <laughs> Enough with the wing stuff, man. She says, I normally fly alone, but Roxanne stood up for me, so I'm going to stand up for her. And Javier Barnell walks in with a guitar, and he's like, you guys want to hear a song? <laughs> he's like, Mackenzie, I've been looking for you all over the place. She's like, I'm in the middle of an interview. <laughs> and they're like, no. He's like, uh, uh, Felice Javi Dodd is flying up the charts. You guys want to hear it? And Roxanne's like, no, I don't want to hear it. And Lyra's like, get out of here. Yeah. I was like, all right, fine. Uh, after this next, we had a uh, Braun Breaker interview next. And sitting here watching this and watching Braun Breaker be like a normal person, in my opinion, has been the biggest ball drop of 2.0. 
Like I really, and I've said this before, but like, man, let this guy go overboard on being a Steiner, you know, because then you've got all sorts of buzz about him being, Oh, my freaks are upset about what happened against Grace Waller. I'm already to get back in there though. You know, like have him go overboard on being like a Steiner as opposed to just being, he's just a normal dude. Who's just kind of boring. And I'm like, you have the ability to have this nutcase on your roster, this Steiner on your roster, and you're just letting them be like normal dude. I'm not into it, man. I don't like it, Larson. Maybe, maybe Braun wants to redefine what the Steiner legacy is. Normal, boring guy. No, oh, man, he needs to redefine it as like just crazy nutcase, even f- going further than his than his uncle. Than his uncle. So uh, I learned everything I needed to learn about everything in life from my uncle. Yeah. Yeah, my dad tried to calm me down, but I put him in a Steiner recliner. Showed him a thing or two. There we go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Put him out there on the fishing boat, but he's like down there in the water, like grabbing fish with his mouth. Yeah, he's like a bear catching fish with his hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that be would good. be so much more entertaining. And then it's yeah. like, oh, when's this guy coming to main roster? Exactly. Exactly. So then, uh, so Braun says, uh, you know, I didn't want the match with Waller to end the the way it did. I just want to get the bad taste out of my mouth. I want a definitive winner. I want to be the one standing over him as champion, but I didn't get that satisfaction. Again, they talk about the knee spot. Braun says, yeah, he caught me with that knee. It was He was setting up for the spear, and I didn't see the knee coming. Took everything I had uh, to kick out, and then I saw Waller go up for the, el- the elbow, the ropes break. What if he had hit that elbow? Would he, he have been new champion? I can't answer that, but all questions will be answered at Vengeance Day. He says he could be more excited about the cage match. There's nowhere to run and hide inside the cage. All the mind games stop because I know everything runs through Vengeance Day and it's going to end with me in the middle of the ring uh, being champ. And then Braun calls Waller the the, the Chael Sonnen of NXT. He talks all the trash but loses when the huge match happens. He says, but he won't be talking trash when I throw him against the ring, or sorry, against the cage. Shawn Michaels and the NXT Universe want a definitive winner and I'm going to give it to him and I'll leave Vengeance Day as NXT champ. Yeah, I don't like any of it. You'd be like, hey, oh, I'm going to take his head off, put on my trophy case. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know. Anyways, uh, and then we had uh, Javier Barnell versus Tyler Bate. Tyler, 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 Bate. Tyler Bate. And it's like, is that is that his theme? What is, whose theme is that? I'm not really paying attention. It's, 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 it's almost close enough. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyways, uh, Javi has a guitar. He says, in celebration of my album hitting the top 40, although I'm not sure which top 40 that is. Maybe top 40 NXT albums. <laughs> no, oh, that could be. That could be. He says, uh, how about I play a concert? He starts singing his Felice Javi Dodd song. <laughs> Dude has a Christmas album in February. <laughs> See, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, he's interrupted by Tyler Bate. Uh, and then they have Mitch. Uh, Tyler wins this with a Tyler Driver over Javier Barnell. Yeah. Uh, we're backstage. Chase U is celebrating Thea Hale's win. So they walk through the backstage area. They walk past Briggs and Jensen. Camera stops on them. Uh, Fallon steps in right as Briggs is trying to leave. Fallon tells him to stay. She says, sorry what I said earlier, Brooks. I just want the best for you. So I'm going to try to make this work. I even got a tag match for next week. And guess who my partner is? It's Kiana James. Can now they coexist. Just, now she's just trying too hard. Yeah. Now it's like you get your tagging with somebody who try to take your bar. How about you just mind your business, let your friend do what he's going to do, and if he gets his heart broken, be there for him, 
you know, to, to drown his sorrows in, in some beer, you know, and some you free gotta, beer from your bar. Yes. It's <laughs> some free beer and some, some, uh, uh some, some pub peanuts, mix. some pretzels. Yeah. Pub. That's what I was looking for. Pub mix, <laughs> some pretzels, <laughs> Get the pretzels and the nuts and the little, Oh man. Little, some of that little, stuff's really little, good. little rye bread stuff. Let yeah. me tell you something, man. My favorite bartenders have been the ones who just give me pub mix. There's a dude uh, down at Jan's name is Chris. I don't even know if he works there anymore. It's been a while since I've been there, but like I'll get a beer. And then I don't have to ask for anything. Just a little cup of pub mix right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. How great is that? It's great. You know? It's the seasoning they put in the, the pub mix. It really kicks it up. You know? <laughs> it's not that they, they mix pretzels and, and nuts and like some little, you know, like the, the rye bread little toaster they put in there. Oh, I love those. Those it's are not good. just they toss that in a bowl and mix it all. No, there's some, there's some magic going on that seasoning they put on that stuff. Hey, let me ask something, man. What? You ever have croutons just straight up? Yeah. Oh man, they're so good. They are good. <laughs> Not, I didn't even eat them in a salad. No. Take a bag of croutons, eat them like they're chips. No, snacks. <laughs> Crouton snack. Hell yes. Croutons are hella good, man. Yeah, they are. And it's and the thing, all they are, it's really dry bread. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's dry bread. <laughs> With like a shit ton of seasoning. Yeah. It's just dry bread. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Uh, then we got our main event of uh, Valkyria and Roxanne Perez taking on Toxic Attraction. Uh, so down sword towards the finish, Lyra goes up top for uh, looking for a senton, but then Cora Jade runs down the ringside, pulls Gigi out of the way. So mm-hmm. JC tags in, Lyra tags in Roxanne, and then Lyra uh, takes out Cora with the crossbody off the apron. They're brawling up the ramp and up backstage they go. Mm-hmm. So Roxanne's about to hit JC with a leg sweep. Uh, Gigi breaks it up with a kick. So Toxic Attraction's looking for their finish, but Perez ducks it. So JC ends up kicking Gigi right in the head. Yeah. Right in the head. So Perez takes out JC, uh, hits Gigi with Pop Rocks to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. They started this match at literally like 7 o'clock. <laughs> so yeah, I know. It didn't give it all time. Away. Yeah. You know what? Going back to the crouton talk, I'll tell yeah, you right. what. You know what my, my secret sauce for salads is at, at Trader Joe's? They have these pita crackers. Okay. And you take those and you break them up and oh, put wow. them in there for that crunch. Oh, All right. That's good mm. stuff. Yeah. Mm. Get the yeah. whole grain pita crackers in this top notch, man. You know, because Lacey gives me shit for eating croutons straight up sometimes, so I don't. Because I'm like, is this abnormal? Am I a weirdo for for doing this? It's She's the, a weirdo, evidently. This bread. Yeah, right. It's I know. I'm bread. like, what? Because the bag says I'm supposed to put on salad. I'm just. I have to do that. No, man. How, you know, Steve? Here's an idea. This is what you do. You go and you get a bowl and you buy a variety of croutons and you put them in the bowl. And guess what? You have there. You have crouton salad. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, that's good. It's like a salad, but of croutons. Yes. Okay, and then I'll be like, it is a salad, and then she'll be like, we're getting a divorce. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I got a croutons. Lacey, if it's between you and croutons, I don't know. <laughs> I got to think about that one. <laughs> croutons in the single life? <laughs> <laughs> More time for croutons, Steve. <laughs> More time for croutons. You could be sitting, laying there on your couch, no shirt on, bowl of croutons laying on your chest. Right, getting matted in my chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do I work this Tinder thing? <laughs> Likes croutons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. We have a question thread here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, Nick Kyle first up says, favorite moment of Jay Briscoe's career you recommend the friendos to see? Ladder War 2007. Go watch that. We're going to watch call. that on Smash Sale this Good week. Good call. This is a killer match. Good call. 
Dave Matushek says, considering that Jay Briscoe passed, uh, will there be a special tribute show plan in the future similar to Bodie Lee's? I have, I don't know. We're not involved in the book. Yeah, I shows. don't know. I, I, I would be shocked not to have some wrestlers individually uh, uh, have some tributes to, to Jay, though, tonight. Yeah, yeah I would imagine we'll probably see that. Uh, Steve Klein says, my wife and I caught the first match, but caught the match between Jay and Mark Briscoe on the first Jericho cruise during the sea of honor tournament. That match was amazing. Definitely going to miss him. Uh, Cameron says you have to think Warner Brothers discovery will let a W do some kind of uh, tribute tonight on air. Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be a video package. Probably there'll be some sort of memorial for sure. Yeah, I would think. Uh, Blake Whitehouse, which NXT wrestler would have the most success in Impact? Josh Briggs. Uh, that's a good. That's a good answer. Why? Why do you say that? But that's he, a really did, he good just answer. feel. He just seems like a. I'm not. This isn't a slight. He just seems like he just fit right in with Impact. He's a good talker. He's a good in ring worker. He's a guy that maybe isn't doing what he maybe should be doing in NXT. But I feel like an Impact, they'd put, they'd give him a decent push right away. You're a thousand percent right because if you watch any evolve with Briggs, he is a completely different person. He ain't do. I don't know where he's from. I can look it up really quick, but um, but I kind of think that putting him in a tag team like this just is like not the way to go. Where is he from? Uh, he played football at UMass, Massachusetts. It doesn't say where he was born. Yeah, but then also played in Arizona, so that's that's not helpful. But I, he just, yeah, dude. When because I watched uh, an evolve from, I think it was the Mania year that you and I went. I think it was Orlando. So according to no, pro wrestling fandom, he's from Arizona. Why does he have that goofy ass accent? Like, well, I, I mean, I get it. I understand they're supposed to be country boys, but it's like he's so clearly not. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe Jensen. I believe that. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I just sort of believe it. He he, he portrays that accurately, I think, anyways, genuinely. Um, but Briggs just comes off like a bet. He just seems like he's not. I mean, it feels like he might be having fun doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. but it is completely underselling, I think, what he's capable of. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. But no, that's that's a really good answer. Um, let's see here. Alex Foster says, considering how goofy Tony D's gimmick is, how has he become one of the better developed characters in NXT? He actually feels more dimensional. That is, it is true, and it's yeah, interesting to see. It is, it is, and especially the segment this this week where you know we see some real warmth. Mm-hmm, yeah, some see, yeah. Like some genuine warmth from Tony D'Angelo. I was not in- expecting that. I wonder if it's the dude takes his shit seriously. Could be. You know, like he's bought into his character. It's not, it really isn't. It is silly, but it's not as over the top stupid as I thought it was going to be when we first saw, Yeah, you know, uh, that promo. It's still, the, the main problem with it is just, it's just this weird abstract idea of what is his business? You know, like mm-hmm. what is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know there's docs involved somehow. Yeah. Um, so what like exactly being, it is has always been very nebulous, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that being said, he takes it very seriously, and he seems mm-hmm. he probably puts a lot of work into it. So. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, Tokane's asking, uh, besides their series with FTR, what Briscoe matches would you recommend to watch? You mentioned Ladder Wars. Uh, probably Jay's uh, first title win is match against Kevin Steen. I saw a lot of people were posting that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, shoot, oh, another one. Uh, who mentions this here in chat? Uh, Jay's cage match against Samoa Joe. Mm, okay. 
we'll have to we'll have to check that out. Um, Sam R says the Briscoes versus Grills Destiny Ladder Match Ladder Wars 2019. I think it might have been 2018 because I saw a promo on that the other day, and I think it was 2018 from Toronto. Saw it live, so it holds a special place. But also the cage match, yeah, mentions Jay versus. And then Michael there, Davis yeah. here in YouTube chat mentions the cage match. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. Very cool. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks everybody for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, for our AEW review, what's going mm-hmm. on in AEW? What's what's on AEW tonight? Let's see. Check. Do we have a fast. preview for it? Sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot like that. Oh, just give me a moment. Here we go. <clears throat> yeah, we have. Once this loads, oh, Darby versus Kushida. That's gonna be really good. Oh shit, that is gonna be good. That's gonna be really wow. good. We got Young Bucks versus Top Flight. I'd be pretty surprised if uh, if the Young Bucks don't put in a few. Uh, Shout-outs to the Briscoes. I would think so, yeah. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal for the All-Atlantic title. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Uh, Tony Dan- Storm versus Willow is going to be tonight, That'll too. be great. Somebody mentioned in the chat, yeah. Uh, Danielson versus Bandito. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Hager versus Ricky Starks. And looks like you get an interview with Hangman. Oh, that's cool. Sounds like a good episode of Dynamite today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we'll review that tomorrow. Same time, same channels. And uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.